0: Yeah.
1: It's like me watching like two 90 year olds just like fuck a twink. Like Like, what? Oh, God. That's how we start this podcast, right there, because I actually press record.
0: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Okay, so we started. Hello. Hi,
0: everybody.
1: (laughs) We've been drinking.
0: We've been drinking. Surfboard. Oh, man. Sorry for your ears. Drunken Love by Beyonce is such a good song. It's a good one. Okay, so we just got finished recording Whoa, English. We just finished recording a Patreon episode. This is true. Patreon case files. Um, so now we're recording episode twenty nine.
1: Fuck yeah. And after this we're
0: recording another episode. <laughs> yes. We are gonna be drunk for the next six hours. Anyways, welcome to Anyways Has Your Sex Life. We are your supernatural sluts. I'm Chana. And I'm Cor- <laughs> <laughs> And I'm always
1: <laughs> oh, so bad. And at I'm it Corey. <laughs> I'm like a I'm like a seven year old or like a seventh grade nerd, like trying to talk to like the hot girl in school <laughs> when I try and say my name. <laughs> I'm Corey. It was <laughs> just and, uh, me burping, sorry.
0: And welcome. Okay, so I'm gonna jump into announcements. We're just gonna get to it. Okay, so let's jump into announcements. Let's just fucking get to it today. Let's do it. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. It is your last chance motherfuckers, to send us listener stories. Bitch. We need them. We fucking need them. We need them by May 31st, which I believe is this Friday. Uh-huh. So we're looking for sex stories, sex fantasies, spooky sc- stories, true crime stories, funny stories, you name it, just stories. Send us something. Everybody. If you
1: fucked, you know, a bag of peanut butter that you put in the microwave when you were little, tell us. Tell us. If we, can, you, we can be anonymous. Yeah. Just if you. Us. Eight peanut butter and banana sandwiches with Ted Bundy's nephew. Tell us.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can send it to us on Instagram, which is Anyways Has Your Sex Life. Twitter or Facebook, which is at HYSL Podcast. Yes. Our website, ahyslpodcast.com or our Gmail, ahyslpodcast at gmail.com. There's like literally a million ways for us to contact us. You have a couple of days to send us listener stories. And please, please send it to us. Also going off that. Continue rating us on iTunes because you guys rated us last month. Our podcast was bumped up quite a bit. Thank (laughs) you, bitch. Thank you, bitch. Keep on rating us because it makes my heart happy and it makes me wet. Yeah. And if you don't
1: do any of those things, it's because you're a lazy ass piece of shit.
0: Okay. Next announcement is a big one. And this time it's real. (laughs) Because we have... We have fooled you guys. We have teased you guys for weeks. Saying for this is gonna two or happen. three weeks. We're big teases. Yeah. We're big cock teases that's right how now. We, that's how we work. We're making you hard with no payoff. But Uh-oh. now we're going to do the fucking payoff. We're yeah, giving man. you that payoff. We're releasing Patreon this week. Yes. <laughs> for reals. Okay, so we're going to be releasing Patreon by the end of the week. Thursday. Yep, Thursday. Is going to be the day. So the day before the listener stories are due. Uh
1: huh.
0: <clears throat> nudge, nudge. Um, and there's going to be three tiers to the Patreon. So I'm just going to go over the tiers really quick. Uh when you go onto our Patreon site, you're gonna be able to see a cute video of Corey and I being like, Hello everybody, welcome yes. to Anyway Sex Live. You're gonna be able to see all that shit. You know, there's gonna be titties involved and there's gonna be naked strippers next to us. Oh my god. Fireworks.
1: Yes. I just want like a girl just like tasseled titties and then on our on our left and then on our right we just have like a guy helicoptering. And then like, like a half chut totally. like a half a wreck. And then Simone's like
0: wall twerking behind us oh, and cute. s'mores with a cone, like, please help. <laughs> So that's gonna no that that's not happening. <laughs> it's gonna in a be perfect a
1: perfect world that would happen
0: with some explosions, with some like Michael Bay yes. explosions, and then
1: champagne sprayed all over us. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. I'm really disappointed by our video now because it's not gonna be that. I'm but we're gonna talk about the different tiers. But I'm gonna give you a heads up right now, just so you can start thinking about it. Where you can marinate this information in your pussy hole or butthole, whichever you want to marinate things in. Um, so we're gonna have three tiers. Tier one is going to be a dollar big money um so you're gonna have access to cutting room floor or you want to explain that
1: yeah so cutting room floor is basically a thing just a term you say in film uh because when you used to edit uh, actual film strips it was just like they would have a machine where you would actually cut the film and splice it together and piece it together and then what you didn't use would just fall on the floor and so it's basically just like what i edit on the software that i use um to edit our podcast if there's something that go goes way too off topic or is just like there's too there's, you know our podcast is too long and I have to cut something good out. I'll save it and put it in a file and then I'll post it to Patreon.
0: So yeah, so you're gonna have access to that. So pretty much like bonus scenes.
1: Yeah, and let me give you an example. Uh, so we what we'll have on is our review of Avengers. Um, And then the other example beyond the Avengers one is that it'll be uh, the Ted Bundy movie that came out.
0: The Zac Efron one.
1: Sorry. Yeah. The one with Zac Efron in it. Yeah. The extremely shocking, vile, wicked, whatever. The
0: blah, blah, blah. That one quote the judge said. Yeah. (laughs) I I quoted it directly in episode 26. And it was a good, it's part of a good monologue.
1: It was good. Y'all, that was a good monologue. That's probably the best we've done.
0: Okay. So there's the cutting room floor, like Corey said. Um, You are also going to get early access to merch. I'm going to talk about merch in a few minutes. Um, tier 2 is $5, so you're going to get all of Tier 1's shit, plus you're going to get case files, which we've talked about during the Ted Bundy episode. So pretty much when we go through an episode um, and there is a specific event or something or a topic that's discussed in the episode that we want to do more research on, we bookmark that, and that's going to be a case file. Mm-hmm. So for example, for Ted Bundy, Corey did case files for the victims of Seattle. Yep the murder victims the first
1: eight murder victims
0: yeah the first like eight murders of ted Bundy. so that's going to be a case file Um, another example is the elevator game in our Alyssa lamb episode Mm -hmm. things like that and whenever we are going to do a case file about something during the episode we'll say we're going to case file that so you know that's going to be talked about more yeah
1: and those case files will be a significant like amount of your time there will be about 40 minutes to an hour yeah whereas the cutting room floor are just going to be like anywhere from two minutes to 15 yeah exactly
0: Um, The next thing you're going to get for tier two is shoot the shit bonus episodes yes. so these are going to be like the drinking episodes um we're the one we're releasing this week is a never have i ever featuring our friends chris and jordan yay Um, we're also going to be performing rituals such as bloody mary oh lies feathers of the boar shit like that and we're also going to be going to haunted locations such as ted bunny's cave cory and i are going to california together in two weeks so we're going to go to the queen mary yes places like that so that's going to be all tier two
1: and those bonus episodes again will be anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour and a half
0: yeah exactly
1: um, also, just another example of that, as she said, with the, like the drinking games, we gave you a specific example of that for free a couple weeks ago. We did when we did the "Fuck Mary, get killed by." It'll be yeah. stuff like that.
0: Exactly, stuff like that. Um, listener stories and stuff will still be main episodes. But True, like the bonus, shoot the shit, fun yeah. stuff. We're
1: drunk, it, you know. I lightly edit it, and we're just like, you know, off the wall.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and those are the episodes where you should drink with us while yeah, we do that, because that just makes it more fun. Tier three is $10, so you get all of tier one shit, all of tier two shit, plus an extra full-length episode every yeah. single month. A regular-ass episode, regular ass spaghetti facts, Corey segment, Chana segment, you know, hour and a half to two hours. Simone in
1: the background. S'mores in the background. I was getting spooked.
0: Toulouse in the ether, you name it. Champagne
1: like, with ice.
0: Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wall twerking. Titties. Titties. Just. So that is tier three shit. You also um, get 10% off of merch with being tier three. So yeah, so that are the three tiers. We're going to be releasing that on Thursday. So you do you, boo, if you want to join Patreon or not. Um, Now, speaking of merch, so we're going to be releasing merch in July. We have a lot of fun ideas for you guys. We had a good podcast meeting this week about it. So start getting excited. Um, I'm going to show you guys a sneak peek towards the end of June on Instagram. Our Instagram's anyways has her sex life. Um, I'm going to kind of show you the types of merch that we're going to release at the beginning. Of course, as we continue to grow and get older, um, we'll get more merch. But we have a couple cool ideas at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, merch is going to be sold through our Etsy store, which is going to be linked to our website, which is podcast.com. yeah
1: and we'll t- definitely as Chinanna said we like we'll announce that when we get like closer to that to being a reality and release
0: yeah exactly so that's gonna be June and it's gonna be released in July uh-huh. and if you're tier one you're gonna have early access to it yes. so pretty much as soon as merch is ready to go anyone in tier one two or three will have access
1: three being ten dollar one being the one dollar yeah
0: and two being five you're gonna have access to that early merch like mm-hmm. immediately and if you're tier three you're gonna get ten percent off merch that's forever as long as you're a tier three patreon mm-hmm you're 10% off forever. Yes, bitch. Forever.
1: Um, also, just to reiterate before we move a- along a little bit more, with the bonus episodes, with the case files, with the um, extra episode and the cutting room floors, I just want to tell you like how much you'll get that a month. So cutting room floor will be anywhere from like one to five little tidbits a month, um, depending on just how much I cut for all the episodes that come out that month. Um, case files will be one to two a month you'll mm-hmm. get of those. Bonus episodes will be probably just one yeah and then the extra episode will just be one a month as well
0: so yeah patreon stuff so yeah
1: fuck yeah fuck yeah give us fuck money bitch
0: give us money bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> pay for our champagne give me your fucking money, give me your fucking money! <laughs> <laughs> um pay, pay for our champagne it's expensive to get drunk yeah, every week goddamn as long as patreon pays for our champagne i'm pretty i'm pretty happy mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. as long as it keeps me drunk i'm good okay now shout outs and then we're gonna get into the five facts spooky scoops all that good stuff First shout out is to Addison DJ on Instagram. I'm already blushing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next I'm not
1: you. I'm not talking. Go. Next shout out. <laughs> no. Oh well. Oh, I thought you were gonna explain more.
0: Do you want me to explain more? I don't know. What you want well, to. Do.
1: Everyone already knows, but just explain like the contact. Usually explain their contact. So
0: Addison messaged us on Instagram. Um, he listened to episode 11, which is our Lisa Lamb and Black Eyed Children episode. And um, he always drives through the area where one of the black eyed children's stories took place. Uh And in the videos he sent us, he was like, oh, yeah, it's like usually boring as fuck. But like now every time I drive through it, i am (laughs) be scared as fuck. Like, fuck you guys. Cute. Next one is um, Heart Fragments. And then it's Lucky M 1911. Buckley Love Arts is the next one. Every single person who has contacted us about s'mores this past week, you get a shout out. The next one is MC Kitten Nerd. And then it's loopy loop Star Wars. Next one is tinkerbuff underscore. And the final shout out is Cody x lust.
1: Oh,
0: so if you want a shout out, it's very easy. All you have to do is make us laugh or talk to us on Instagram or Facebook, slide into our DMS. Just do something to make us be like, ha, that person's great. And then you get a shout out. All right. Well, let's get into your fag of facts. My wonderful faggot, Corey.
1: Yes. Okay, so y'all, I am talking about bisexuals. We're doing bisexual facts, motherfucker. What's up? Dude. Shout out to you, Chris, Shout and Channa, and myself. Chris and Channa. And, <laughs> <laughs> and whoever else is bisexual. All of you. And we're going to get in the end, I'm going to get into celebrities who are bisexual, and I just like flipped out for like 20 minutes. I was like, fuck yes. I fuck love yes. I yes. I know. I was like, fuck yes, bitch.
0: I could do a whole podcast based off of celebrity gossip.
1: Sorry, Jordan, what'd you say? Bisexuals don't exist.
0: Okay, Jordan's joking. Don't worry, Jordan's joking. Jordan, Jordan is one thousand. That is
1: sarcasm. <laughs> there is a. There is a. Uh,
0: sarcastic tone.
1: There's a sarcastic tone to Jordan's voice. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, bisexual facts. So um, before I get into the actual facts, I'm just gonna like start out by saying most of these facts came from a 2014 article written on the GLAD official website. So what is GLAD? G L A A D. It stands for Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Oh. Um, and I bought this. This is in their about like section on their website About so, us. Is, so it says in response to the new york post's grossly defamatory and sensationalized hiv and aids coverage a small group of journalists and writers form glad the first reported meeting is november 14th 1985 and later that year almost a thousand people protested outside of the new york post so basically this was just started to gain awareness spread awareness and like stop lgbt people from being ignored and queer people from being nice. ignored basically yeah Specifically, it started during the HIV AIDS crisis and that whole like, you know, shit show with the government completely ignoring people. I'll get into that when we do the pride, you know, pride week and or month. Oh,
0: my God pride yeah. pride's happening i know
1: i'm excited <laughs> I, I
0: like just got like giddy when you're when oh my you just mentioned pride i was like
1: <laughs> uh, i guess me. i guess i'll tease this now when i was when i was doing the faggot fact for the patreon episode uh-huh. that's the pre-pride stuff the stuff that like is like stonewall that happened before stonewall yeah i was like crying like Aww. it's so i don't know i didn't realize that i knew it affected me and it's really important to me but i was just like really into it and just like fuck them and you know like getting really like yeah. mad when you should get mad and like you know inspired when you should get inspired Yay. it was really cool yeah, i'm excited really cool. so that's my like leeway into you know pay te- t- give us ten dollars bitch <laughs> <laughs> so you can listen to that faggot fact so yeah pre-pride
0: okay. shit's happening for the faggot
1: fact yeah so um i'll just say now for the month of june i will do uh faggot facts are going to be centered on pride mostly pride uh like the origins of pride and stonewall uh happening in the u.s and then i'll probably in the last episode talk about like you know world pride and stuff mm. like that.
0: I should probably do pride esque spooky scoops. I'm like, Ooh, let's what if somebody's about, like
1: murdered at like a pride? I'm
0: like, oh like, yeah, festival. let's talk about gay ghosts.
1: Ooh, gay ghosts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I type in gay ghosts. Google's you know they're like, gay
1: because if you just like zip, unzip your dick, they just start sucking your dick.
0: Yeah, a ghost, you know. you're like, oh man, I'm feeling really good BJ right now, but I don't see anybody <laughs> here. It must be a gay ghost in the you house. Like gay ass ghost. No homo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, so on the Patreon, uh, I decided to be an incentive is just to like, If you buy it, you can listen to uh, that Faggot Fact, which will be two particular events that predate Stonewall um, that are just as inspiring and intense. Fun. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Now that we got glad down in our brains, um, most of these facts are, as I have said in the past before with other facts about like, you know, queer people, um, they've been taken from the William Law Institute meta-analysis. I've said this like twice before in two other facts, took place in 2011. So it's a little dated, but I did some more research to look at like multiple other articles to make the data a little bit more current. So let me talk about that and how that sort of changes the facts that I'll get into. It really just changes only one specifically. So with the research that I found out about the study about the William Institute study, it claimed that three point five percent of adults were L G or B, so lesbian, gay or bi, whereas 03 percent identified as transgender. So nowadays the percentages range from seven to ten percent of the population being LGBT. So that's about, you know, double to more than double. Nice. So yay, go us.
0: Woo! <laughs> Woo! We're just shooting those rainbows. We're just shooting rainbows. Oh, just out. like
1: shooting those rainbows at our titties yeah. and cocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And asses.
0: Yeah, <laughs> rainbows are totally coming out of my nipples right now. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Uh, so um, I still play League every once in a while. I uh, actually just played it last night after, after being like away from it for a month. Oh, oh wow. That's, that's good. <laughs> it is good.
0: It is um, It's good, everybody. <laughs> they
1: A week or a year ago for Last Pride or the Pride before, they released like little po- – uh they have these things called rows which are just little cute little things they made up, you know, just to be cute little animals.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I mean they, they made
1: up a little icon that you put when it shows your character. They made up one where it was just all, all different colored rainbow Poros, Oh. But this year, if you have it equipped, like, you know, because you can get different icons. Yeah, if yeah. you have it equipped when you go play a game, at the beginning, you have a rainbow follow you. Oh my it's God. so cute. <laughs> I'm but <coming> I guess. You <laughs> I coming. want the world to know. You got to let it show.
0: <laughs> You know, my, one of my favorite, all time favorite memories of Bakes, this has nothing to do with the song, but it reminds me of Pride, uh-huh. is last year. Um, so Corey works at the warehouse with me yeah. oh, I'm not going to say the company it's just name. called the warehouse it's just called the warehouse mm-hmm. very like ambiguous
1: yeah. like, the we have like a back room where like you can fuck it's fine. yeah
0: yeah we have like a <laughs> oh my god no we, we don't, don't. <laughs> we don't it's a we, joke we don't it's a joke <laughs> but Bakes worked at the <laughs> warehouse <laughs> last summer and I'll never forget it was like June 1st and Bakes rolled up to the warehouse with his windows <laughs> down blasting Born This Way by Lady Gaga and Corey and I were like yes <laughs> and we walked out the warehouse everyone our, like, else tor-
1: working there was like what the fuck yeah we had
0: like 20 employees <laughs> And they're all like, "Whoa!" What the
1: fuck?
0: So I have a fantasy that this Friday, even though it's May thirty first, but that's when our Pride TVs are happening. We gotta go to work and blast Pride music. Oh the yeah! Oh,
1: I, I always get. Oh, it won't be June first.
0: I'll be June first. Maybe Saturday. I'll do
1: it on Friday. Do it on Friday. I, I always put the gate my. I always like have my flag, my like gay U.S. flag, yeah, yeah. and I put it out the window of my car, oh, so it's like flying in the wind. Fun. So I'll probably do that to and from work. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll just be like, "Fuck y'all, Mormons."
0: Yes, I gotta wear my my most. <laughs> rainbow attire
1: oh yeah i'll wear check. my rainbow i right rain- i'm
0: gonna wear my rainbow chalk i'll figure it out later yeah. happy pride everybody
1: happy pride almost we're, we're getting there
0: we're a week away we're practically there
1: so again back to buys um as i said roughly seven to ten percent of population is considered lgbt at this point by What's most all- of the like you know statistics done nowadays and studies done nowadays and just over half of that is bisexual it is about 52 percent to be uh, is 52% to be exact at least in the study that I have. So this 52% is bo- broken into 33 um being women and 19 being men. So that's not 33% of the 52% that is being like of 100, you know, 100%, 52% are by um 33% of the total 100 are by women and 19% of the whole 100 are by men. Hmm. So then, the other, you know, forty-eight percent is divided between lesbian women and gay men.
0: That me make, that makes sense to me. Yeah, that that yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. For me. a
1: second, I was like, I had to wrap my re- my head around it. I was like, wait, what? You yeah,
0: know? no, like thinking about it, that makes that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um. So only twenty-eight percent of bisexuals say that all the important people in their life know they are bisexual, oh. compared to 77 percent of gay men and seventy-one percent of the lesbians. Uh, before I before I move on, just for clarification. The update that I was talking about from the Williams Institute um, into, like, nowadays, the 7 to 10% really only, like, dealt with that first fact that I gave. But now the rest of this is mostly taken from the Williams Institute or just other websites. Okay. Okay. Continuing on, nearly half of bisexuals report that they are not not out to any of their coworkers. exactly was 49% compared to just the 24% of lesbian and gay people. So they're not out.
0: So 50% of bisexual people say they're not out to co-workers, where a quarter of that says they're not out to co-workers for gays and lesbians. Uh Uh-huh. Yep.
1: Um, 60% of bisexual people report hearing anti-bisexual jokes and comments on the job. When bisexual survivors of violence interact with police, they are three times more likely to experience police violence than people who are not bisexual.
0: Whoa. I don't
1: know how that works. How does that work? And I can't even wrap my head around that. I tried to search keywords to get like an article about that, but I couldn't find anything about that. But I mean, it was important enough. It was important enough to be on a page in. It, I think it was actually from the Glad website itself too, talking mm-hmm. about bisexuals. So, interesting. yeah, that's, that's interesting. Man, <laughs> I
0: have some privilege because I you know, identify as bisexual, but like yeah. I can't relate to that at all. Like yeah. bisexuals, like oh, the police crime and stuff. Wait
1: till I get to my last fact fuck it's intense do
0: you feel like that with some faggot facts like as a gay man you're like whoa like I have some it could be a lot worse because like other Um, gay men go through things worse than I go oh totally
1: um not when I'm reading any of the facts but like just going throughout the day when I like talk to my parents I'm like I guess like yeah like sometimes I'm like yeah fuck my parents you know sometimes which is like you know the immature angst yeah yeah of it all and like being you know ex-mormon and stuff like that but sometimes i'm like i guess they could have like completely disowned me and yeah like it, don't cu- it could be worse because like my parents love me and they like try and help me out when they can but yeah like... like
0: it could be worse at all, but it also could be better
1: yeah like, exactly yeah It's kind of like the middle totally thing. just life yeah it's is normal you're... yeah i don't have like a, a you know like a crazy circumstance where like i was kicked out at 17 when like my dad saw me looking at gay porn or and what's so
0: sad is there's so many cases like that that exist
1: oh yeah especially here in utah especially here in utah it's here in the utah, highest percentage of... yeah
0: like for teen suicide
1: mm-hmm. it's or and being kicked out yeah or homeless uh, teens and it's because like of being gay yeah being gay yeah
0: Whew. that should be a whole episode and it's oh yeah
1: that'll be a whole episode oh, that, yeah. could, that
0: could be a true crime segment right there yeah is the,
1: that's disgusting
0: is what happens to the gay youth in utah
1: um anyways an- <laughs> yeah another sad fact is oh, that bisexual people have higher rates of poor physical and mental health physical disparities including higher rates of hypertension poor or fair physical health, smoking, and risky drinking um, than, than, like, LGB, LGB people.
0: Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> That's me.
1: Yeah. So despite these disparities and perhaps compounding them, bisexual people are less likely than gay men or lesbians to be out to their health care prof- providers. So I know that was, like, a lot of lofty words that I don't use. It is because I am taking this from the GLAD website, too. Uh-huh. That one was specifically from their website.
0: I get that. I guess because, like, healthcare providers ask, like, are you gay or lesbian or straight? Like, they never ask mm-hmm. bisexual. That's never a question. Are you yeah. bisexual? Because people don't even really use that word. Yeah. Like, in the professional, like, medical world. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not out to my doctors. They don't know that I like men and women. Oh, yeah, even yeah. Even to Planned Parenthood. Like, I to them probably just look like a straight girl going there for an Ubering, like.
1: yeah yeah like maybe mentioned like oh my boyfriend jordan or something like yes yeah, so they automatically
0: yeah. assume by default that i'm straight they have no idea that yeah I'm and, and lo-
1: yeah a lot of this like it, it may sound critical in a sense you could say but yeah like i've i've asked other people i won't use their names but like i've asked other people who are bisexual and they're like yeah i, I guess it's just like easier not to bring it up so like and it's never specifically, you know, questioned to me. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I just don't bring it up.
0: Yeah, because like when you, yeah. yeah. A doctor, like at Planned Parenthood, they said like, oh, like, are you gay or straight? They say, are you sexually
1: sexually active? And yeah. you're like, yeah, I guess. And they would probably just assume you're straight or not. Yeah, exactly. Unless I'm like, I have fucking chlamydia in my ass.
0: And my <laughs> my asshole has gonorrhea. <laughs> Help!
1: <laughs> Everyone just looks at me like, like fucking. You're like homo. you
0: gonorrhea asshole.
1: <laughs> I'm like from my from my um wife.
0: <laughs> from my wife, from my wife's strap on.
1: <laughs> you see the strap on? It fell into the garbage.
0: <laughs> it fell into the, gar- the gonorrhea garbage. the gonorrhea garbage. <laughs> <laughs> My my strap-on phones are the gonorrhea garbage. <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> that would be the funniest oh my god, I wanna make a movie now where that's just like a whole scene. Yeah, right. It's just like yeah like my wife, like, you know, she dropped like <laughs> <They're> <laughs> my like, girlfriend like everyone's sh- like
0: Sure, Jan. Sure,
1: Jan. Your gonorrhea <laughs> of the asshole came from your wife. From
0: your wife's strap on. Sure, Jan.
1: What's <laughs> <laughs> like a gainer? Of- sure, like Kyle. <laughs> sure, just- Kyle. Sure, Kyle. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Come we're on. almost done. Okay, so last fact. This one was crazy. This was like, I literally wrote, what the fuck? Okay, so. Uh, Bisexual people experience higher rates of sexual and intimate partner violence than gay, lesbian, and straight people. Whoa. So let's fucking unpack this. Yeah.
0: Unpack that. For women
1: specifically, the percentages went as follows. 61% were bisexual women, 43% lesbian women, 35% straight women. And I wrote, what the fuck? What? This was a good slap to the face. This is a good healthy slap to the face. We would think with the recent past two or three years, like, hey, you know, t- to like, you know, exaggerate it, fuck straight men, like they're just abusing people and like being sexually active and stuff like that. Yeah. And so you would think because the media would like, you know, just focus on this, that that's all we're focusing on. So you would think I, I immediately thought it was the, would be the exact opposite of this. I thought it would be 61 straight women and then like 35 percent bi women or whatever.
0: I can't even wrap my head around this right now. Yeah,
1: and maybe, like, we're missing totally something because of some other bias. I don't know. Um, We're not trying to be judgmental here. I was just saying, like, it was a good slap in the face to me. And I even looked this up to see if it was super credible. This came from the National Intimate Partner and Sexual Violence Survey done in 2010 by the National Center For injury prevention and control, Center of Disease Control and Prevention. So so you know it's legit. A real fact. So
0: sixty-one percent of bisexuals are more likely to be sexually abused.
1: No, sixty-one percent of bisexual women involved in this survey said that they were, or they were involved in intimate partner violence. What the fuck? So that they included either being abused or being raped or being stalked.
0: So some, so some sort of, like, sexual abuse happened. Uh-huh. So 60% of those – or 61% S- Some of those sort of violence
1: ed- or sexual violence Identified.
0: Happened. So, yeah, they identified as bisexual, and then they explained or they checked the box and said, like, yes, I have been sexually abused. Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa.
1: Whoa. And that whoa, was 35% I straight women. So they even wrote, wrote – <laughs> I wrote, go straight man" Because, <laughs> like, I Whoa. would expect, like, it's still a fucking third, so fuck that. But
0: also, like, the bisexual woman's experiencing sexual abuse. She could have a partner that's a straight man. That's
1: a straight man, too. So I did think of that at the end, and I was like, okay, I guess that maybe makes sense. But at the same time, like, I just thought that was a good lesson in what the media focuses on and that we should always look at the whole picture and not get focused on just what the fad is in the media. That's just, that's so- just my whole sort of, you know, chip on my shoulder of the media. I just,
0: whatever. like that's i can't wrap my head around this right now i don't know why this fact is really hard for me to like it's interesting comprehend
1: yeah that's what that's why i went i was like what was like what and then it's from that what i just said for like five minutes because
0: why so they're they just they're bisexual and they're getting abused more often than people who are not bisexual yeah like why
1: i don't understand that's that's
0: what like the why factor like is there something about their sexuality that maybe like their partner can't come to terms with
1: yeah or yeah like or we, yeah I, you know i don't want no to speculate or is it because
0: because they are bisexual like they could have a, a sexual relationship with both people who identify as male or people identify as female yeah and the
1: fact that they, they could also be like oh hey well like i'm also interested in women and then the person's like eh, well like and they like you know extort that or i don't yeah, know you know that's what's I'm so not interesting bi, i don't know
0: I, I am bisexual, and this is a very interesting fact. Because I guess like cause Jordan has never sexually abused me before, yeah, and I've never been in a relationship where it's sexually abusive. Like thank God, I'm really fortunate for that. Yeah. Um, yeah I like, just went woot. Yeah, I thought you went like pause, but uh, oh no, I went woot. Because <laughs> there are so many uh, people out there who do go through things like o- that. Obviously. I mean, obviously. So it, it just really makes me. I'm like kind it, of That's just a, a It's just right a right
1: crazy now. Interesting fact
0: I'm gonna think about that All day
1: Yeah that's interesting Um, Like you can go Look at this Maybe I'll send you the I'll send you the link No like I, believe I believe you I believe
0: everything You're saying I'm just saying well, like Oh no but you could shit. Read the like,
1: whole shit. report Yeah yeah I just read the fact Based off of the report But they had that Whole report link in there
0: yeah it's just like an oh shit moment you know? yeah it is like it's like oh a, a holy moment. fuck yeah. yeah
1: i think and for me i just immediately go to the media and be like i thought this because of the media because the media controls our fucking lives and it needs to fucking and stop. also
0: like the media never talks about bisexual that's not a word that's yep. commonly used oh yeah like you you say unless it's
1: like two women kissing at a party
0: yeah then everyone's like oh yeah that's so hot but yeah. like two, yeah it's bisexual isn't really yeah like being bisexual is tough because sometimes yeah. like Like, the gay community is just like, no, you're just gay. You just haven't accepted yet. And the straight community is like, no, you're just straight. You just, like, you just think that you are also attracted to people that also identify the same gender. And,
1: and like, when I see it from my point of view, too, and, like, this might be wrong or or not, I don't know, but, like, me, I'm gay, so I was forced to, like, explore my entirety of my sexuality because it really isn't that complex relative to a bi person, whereas, like, you or other people can just, like, you know oh I don't need to say that I'm also attracted to the same sex or not if I'm dating somebody of the opposite sex then it's not a topic and it doesn't need to be out in front well yeah
0: exactly like yeah. because I have been in mostly like straight relationships like my sexuality is never even questioned and people don't even really treat me differently because of it however yeah. like when I was dating a woman like I had totally different experiences. then it was in your face
1: and you had to deal with it yeah exactly or yeah.
0: like me or everyone would be like oh like you lesbian you dyke you this and that and I'm like one like I'm bisexual and I'm just dating someone who I really yeah. care about
1: oh also the whole thing I was reading into was a cool thing It was a cool quote because there was I I got some like Twitter I went to like some Bud Buzzfeed esque links of people posting on Twitter and one of the cool ones that never that I I mean I thought of once or twice before but it was like the whole thing of like I don't have to be fifty percent attracted to men and fifty percent attracted to women and then I don't have to be you know forty nine percent attracted to men and fifty one percent attracted to women all the time it can fluctuate depending on the day or depending on how my age you know or the point in my life I'm at. And it yeah. depends on
0: the person, like, you know, like the woman I dated, like I had some of the strongest feelings yeah. for her. And it's like, I've also dated men where it's like, I felt nothing or like, but like in Jordan, like I didn't even know that a love like this could really exist. And it's with the man. That doesn't mean I'm like not bisexual. Yeah. It just means like I fell in love with Jordan. That's what I'm in love with. And that yeah. could the exact same emotions could have maybe happened with women. I don't really know. But yeah, bisexual is very complex. It's yeah. a complex sexuality. But, you know, there's a lot of privilege that comes with being bisexual though because like I said when like I'm dating Jordan and so people don't question my sexuality whereas like I mentioned like when I dated a woman it was a conversation topic and so yeah
1: yeah and and so you like society then forces you to go home and reflect on your sexuality yeah exactly. whereas like you know maybe right now you're not as forced so you yeah. don't need to like explore that or develop that and then that can create even I would like I assume that would just create even maybe more like doubt when people attack you and so just things become more complicated and hard yeah, yeah
0: yeah it's definitely like a it's always complicated but really like at the end of the day like you know who you are yeah and like yeah. regardless of what anyone says to you or anything like you know who you are and you have to be proud about that okay so now let's get into my spooky scoop we're gonna talk about phobias today corey actually inspired me with this yes because two weeks ago i was like i'm stumped for spooky scoops help and he was like talk about phobias bitch. And yeah, I was bitch. Like, okay so here we are because I'm still stumped on spooky scoops. I like I don't know. I can talk about murderers all day, uh-huh. but like as soon as it gets to spooky scoops, because the problem with true crime fun facts is it always gets ties into a bigger case. Yeah. And in that case, oh, I'm like, true. oh, I want to talk about that for but a bit. But you can episode. do
1: supernatural tidbit facts.
0: That's true. But like, there's talk not about
1: EVP or shit like that. That's
0: true. But there's not really like that many supernatural quote unquote facts. True. Because it's more like, well, I believe that demons are this, and like I believe that witches are this. But true, like there's like EVP, shit like that. Yeah. But, um, anyways, I'm talking about phobias today. Yes, babe. So the term phobia is often used to refer to a fear of one particular trigger. Uh, however, there are three types of phobia recognized by the American Psychiatric Association, which is the APA. And these include, one, specific, specific phobia. This is an intense, irrational fear of a specific trigger. So this, when I say the word phobia, this is kind of what you think of. It's that Got specific it. trigger. Um, trigger for example arachnophobia afraid of spiders Agrophobia. so that's like the specific phobia the next one is social phobia or social anxiety
1: what's up that's me <laughs> it just says aka millennials. yeah aka
0: <laughs> like any millennial specifically Channel jones <laughs> uh, so this is a profound fear of, pu- of public humiliation and being singled out or judged by others in a social situation damn the idea of large social gatherings is terrifying for someone with social anxiety it's not the same as shyness interesting so it's different from shyness it's you know if you stru- if you suffer from anxiety you kind of know you yeah. relate to this pretty hard like i can't go to grocery stores by myself thanks anxiety but that's what we have xanax for everybody because i take a xanax and i can conquer the fucking world <laughs> you like hell yes. so thank you doctor who prescribes me xanax because you're the reason i can go grocery shopping by thank myself
1: you chemicals inside xanax that interact with the synapses in our brain yeah it would be great to feel normal receptors it, like
0: me on xanax is how normal people feel Damn. Damn. What a life. Um, the next one is agoraphobia. So this mm-hmm. is the fear of situations from which it would be difficult to escape if a person were to experience extreme panic such as being in a elevator or being outside of the home. Whoa. It is commonly misunderstood as a fear of open spaces. Open spaces. I
1: was going to mention that. Um, yeah. But
0: could also apply to being confined in a small place, such as an elevator, which is what I just So mentioned. you just can't escape. Yeah. Or you're or, not
1: in control of the situation.
0: Yeah. So Or being able or, – or being on public transport. So people Ooh. with agoraph- agoraphobia have an increased risk of panic disorder. So that actually runs into my family pretty okay. strongly because my grandma can't even – my grandma and my mom – can't really even be in elevators, and if they if you happen to get them an elevator, if you even come close to them and like act like you're gonna touch them, they start freaking out. Whoa. Okay, so like I mentioned before, when you think of phobia, you always think of the specific phobia. That's usually when I say sp- phobia, like boom for me it's spiders. Yeah. I have arachnophobia. That's like a legitimate thing. So let's go over some specific phobias. I'm just gonna list off phobias, tell you what it yes, is, like it's nobody's us. business.
1: Another club, another phobia. Yeah, another exactly. Phobia.
0: Like another club, another, another club, club. Another phobia. <laughs> so, acrophobia is the fear of heights, aerophobia, fear of flying, arachnophobia, fear of spiders. What's up? Um, astrophobia, fear of thunder and lightning.
1: Ooh. Autophobia. Simone. Fe-
0: what? Simone! That's literally cats and <laughs> Simone specifically. Simone has astrophobia, 100%. Yep. Next one is autophobia, which is the fear of being alone. Claustrophobia, fear of confined or crowded spaces. What's up, fam? What's up? Um, hemophobia, fear of blood. Hydrophobia, fear of water. Um, Ophidiophobia, ofi- fear of snakes. Zoophobia fear of animals. Whoa. Electrophobia fear of chickens. Which I thought was <laughs> What the
1: funny. fuck? <laughs> yeah. Is it a pokemon?
0: <laughs> Electrophobia. 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 it's Like a chicken that is just haunting somebody. What the somebody. fuck? Onoma Onomaphobia. Wait. Onomato <laughs> Onomado.
1: <laughs> onomatopoeia
0: I literally did not pronounce that right any of those times. It's I'm going to spell it out and you tell me how you think it should be pronounced. Oh god. O-N-O-M-A-T-O-P-H-O-B-I-A.
1: Onomophobia?
0: Omotophobia. Because <laughs> there's a T in there. The T's throwing me I off. can't.
1: When you just say letters, they don't form. They just float. Oh,
0: it's like that smoke episode? They just float in front of oh, me. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Alone. No.
1: Alone. Oh, people have like a fear of that episode. Yeah. Speaking of phobia. That,
0: that episode gave me a pretty bad panic attack when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so there's that one word, which is fear of names. And there's Pogano...
1: <laughs> Just fear of English. <laughs> These
0: are getting, like, harder to say. I swear. Um, Poganophobia. As we
1: sip... As I slip, sip on my wine glass.
0: <laughs> Poganophobia. Poganophobia. I do not pronounce it that way, but I don't care. Poganophobia is the fear of beards.
1: What the fuck? Of a
0: beard. Like, a, like I'm afraid of your beard. I have Poganophobia. No,
1: I'm a Pogophile.
0: <laughs> oh, And then nephophobia, fear of clouds, which is crazy to me. Clouds are pretty. I know. And then cryophobia, which is what Corey has, the fear of ice or cold.
1: Yeah, cold. Yeah.
0: So if you have an actual phobia, reach out to us and let us know. Because I have arachnophobia. That's like a real thing.
1: I don't have any phobias. Yeah, but fuck deep water.
0: So that's my spooky scoop. So if you have a phobia, <laughs> let us know what your phobia is, because I am so curious. Ooh. Let's just jump into your segment now.
1: Let's just jump into my segment. Okay, so yeah, I'm doing Plaveglia Island, because okay. Andrew... Andrew Upton. Andrew Upton, 069420, blaze it, faggot. Yeah. Um, he said um, that I should do this, and it's a little Italian island. So we'll get into it, okay? So Paveglia is a small island, roughly the size of Alcatraz. I looked it up. uh, Poveglia is 17 acres and Alcatraz is 22 acres. So same, same. Yeah. So same, same. It was located just south of Venice or is located just south of Venice in northern Italy. Um, It's basically in the right side or sorry, the east side. I just
0: got champagne all over my titties and my
1: face. boost is like, yeah. Yeah.
0: boost in the ether is like, yeah. "Yeah."
1: (laughs) He's like, let me look it off.
0: (laughs) That's a story for a different time. That's
1: a story. That's ice cream on my titties. That's the
0: ice. Cream. Oh no, we have uh, we have said, said that, that story. Said it. Yeah, we said it. Go, Go back to
1: ice cream on my titties episode.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the title of the episode. Is <laughs> something in my titties? But there it was, barbecue sauce on my titties. There it was,
1: barbecue sauce on my titties. <laughs> Y'all know where Venice is. If you don't, it's in the like. If you're looking at the boot, you mm-hmm. know it's on the eastern little. Uh, what do you call it? I don't know. The eastern like bay of. Or like, you know, half circle of Italy. So it's on the eastern side of Italy, but it's up at the top, right at the top of the boot. Okay? okay. That's where Venice is. And basically where Venice is, is it's this whole lagoon of islands and, that are like protected by a big sandbar. Basically, it's one of those little islands in it. Okay? Okay
0: fun so this week you're talking about italy and last week i talked about italy yeah good luck with the names bitch. i'm
1: excited (laughs) um well it's italian and i can just semi-pronounce stuff like i'm pronouncing in spanish and i can i can sort of breeze through
0: (laughs) fuck you my friend i won't be
1: 100 correct
0: my friend kim served a mission in italy and after we recorded the episode i went to her i was like here is how i pronounced all the names and she was like you're wrong (laughs) you're wrong (laughs) and i was like i tried whatever you know what i wasn't trying to be offensive with it i tried
1: (laughs) yeah we tried Uh, all we have to do is try
0: i only got offensive at one point when i pronounced the name as ravioli
1: oh (laughs) but that was but that's just fun just have tough skin guys i was just having fun yeah we can make fun of english too english sucks ass yeah we sound like like dumb bucks fuck it yeah yeah yeah, um, we say, I love eh. it uh when Spanish people like imitate English people speaking English. They're like because we have hard R's. Oh,
0: we do have hard R's. Yeah, so
1: they're like, oh, they R-r-r-r-r-r-r-. like R-r-r. do that a lot. It's sort of fun.
0: That's fun, <laughs> Gengar.
1: Gengar. <laughs> <laughs> you just said, yeah. That's like, <laughs> like we just sound like Poke or a <laughs> Snubble. <laughs> <laughs> we, we probably <laughs> do.
0: <laughs> that's what I think of.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Poveglia is uh, basically is is broken up into two uh, separate islands. One of them is the big one and it makes up like, you know, 90% of the acres. And then it's just divided by like a little small canal. Okay. And that's because the small part is a little octagon, almost just platform looking thing uh, because it was used. We'll get into it, but it's used basically if any ships were coming to and from um venice they would go through that canal this island yeah that little canal and then just like inspect on that little octagon so if anything if the plague or anything like that oh. was in the boat it would just be isolated to that octagon then
0: that's smart smart yeah move.
1: um that was one of like eight or ten other islands that were like that in the whole lagoon the venetian lagoon it's called because oh. fuck yeah fuck yeah geography uh. and fuck yeah knowledge if I was a
0: mermaid, I would totally be mermaid. In the Venetian,
1: Venetian galoon? galoon? <laughs> Fuck yeah. If you, you like go and like see other mermaids from like somewhere, she's like, yeah, I'm from I'm like, like the like Venetian <laughs> lagoon. <laughs> you like hair flip.
0: Hair flip. I like siren call. You, like, you like my
1: seashells? They're from the Venetian lagoon. They're from
0: the Venetian. That's yeah. like Gucci.
1: You like my penis? It's from the Venetian galoon. Or oh, yeah. Lagoon.
0: Lagoon. Yeah. La <laughs> Where
1: are you from? Are you from the like the Turkish like seaside be coast? Peasant. Fuck that. <laughs> Nothing against Turks, guys. Okay?
0: But being a mermaid
1: bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But on the mermaid bitch level, fuck Turks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Moving on.
0: I don't even know how we became mermaids. I know I started it, but I don't know how I started it.
1: We're just talking about an island.
0: (laughs) We're not even at the spooky stuff. We're not even close. We're not.
1: We're falling apart.
0: (sighs) We can't wait for another episode to record We this. were going
1: to take tequila shots.
0: We still might.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Don't uh, test me, Corey. I'm
1: going to be editing forever.
0: <laughs> that's what, tomorrow, that's what Adderall's it. for. It's worth
1: it. <laughs> okay. So let's get into the history of the island, bitch. <laughs> um, the island first appeared in the historical records in 421. Ew. At like year 421, they fucking messed up. Fuckers. By a year. <laughs> Fuck y'all.
0: Yeah. Fuck you. I'm like, over your story. Look
1: into the future and realize 420 is the year it should have been. Blaze it. Um. So when people from surrounding areas fled to the island to escape barbarian invasions, um, the island's population steadily grew over like the, uh, you know, a few centuries later. Um, until it was significant enough to significant enough to get its own magistrate, basically to sum it up, like a just official, um, that would oversee the island. However, in 1379, so y'all, we've jumped forward like 900 years. Um, the inhabitants, ironically, f- then fled the island to another island in the Venetian lagoon when Venice was attacked by a Genoan fleet. Okay. I don't know who the fuck the Genoans are. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um world history was this is not a 15 history years podcast. ago.
0: Yeah, this is not a history podcast. This is a spooky podcast. I'm
1: sorry Miss Shively, I forgot. So <laughs> Actually, yeah, Miss Shively. Shout out to Miss Shively. What's up, bitch? She was like top 3 teachers ever.
0: Oh, see, mine she was Miss Wade. History. She was my history teacher. She's yes. in like top 3 history er, top 3 teachers of all time. Yes. Like to this day, like if I saw Miss Wade, I'd probably cry and like hug her.
1: Uh yeah, we're talking High School and Down, Miss Holland and Miss Shively are tied for probably first. Yeah. And then Mr. Knight's third, because we've already talked about that. We did? Maybe off air. (laughs) I was just really into him, okay? Okay. It was a big sexual awakening when I was 11. I I was like, holy, he was my first male teacher, and he was hot. And I was like, Pikachu face the entire fucking- I never had
0: a hot teacher.
1: He is legitimately attractive. Like, even today.
0: I missed out.
1: Yeah. I I only had one. I had yeah. a teacher
0: into me. It was it was bad. It was weird.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was not positive.
1: <laughs> back up, back up, back up. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's story for different time. Run away, run away. <laughs>
0: I actually should not tell that story on air. So, oh, that's a story for off air, Corey. Okay,
1: bye. <laughs> next, where am I? Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. <laughs> so, over the next few hundred years, the island was uninhabited. Um, and then like even once, local officials offered the island to some monks, but they declined it. And they declined it because during this time the bubonic plague had hit, um, because the 14th century is when the bubonic plague, the black death we all know about, Flashback
0: Friday. Yeah, Flashback (laughs) Friday.
1: Remember when, like, we all died?
0: Remember (laughs) when people, when Ring Around the Rosie became a song? Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Remember when a third of Europe died? Yeah. (laughs) That was fun. Basically, that's when it hit, and those who were infected, especially in Venice and the surrounding areas, they were shipped off to this island to die. So I'm not exactly sure um, exactly of all the canout, all the accounts of plagues happening for the bubonic plague. Okay. Um, I know it happens, like the, the Black Death that we talk about um, happened in the 14th century. Then I will also, in the future of the history for the Poveglia Island, note that they're like in the 17th century and in the 50 or the 16th and the 17th century. Um, and then even in the 18th century, this island is used as housing people who have various forms of plague. So Ew. not necessarily the bubonic plague, but just other outbreaks of plague. They're just quarantined here in this island literally Ew. just to die. Ew. Or maybe get better. But it was more of just like everyone knew it was just like, bye, bitch. Like, yeah. you're dying. Oh, bye you're Felicia. going to
0: – what's the island called? Poveglia. You're going to Boobula.
1: <laughs> you're going
0: to Booby <laughs> titties. You're going to Areola. <laughs> you're fucked. Boobie Areola.
1: You're fucked. Basically, all you just really need to know is that the bubonic plague hit in the 14th century, which is a.k.a. the Black Death. And then that's just like basically what started this practice of this happening. And it happens like three or four times over the next few centuries. Okay. Okay. Finally, in 1776, the island became under the jurisdiction of the magistrate, uh, magistrato alla sanita, which is the public health office, basically. Okay. And became a checkpoint for all goods and people coming to and going from Venice by ship. I sort of mentioned that earlier. So, in 1793, there were several cases of the plague on two ships, and consequently, the island was transformed again into a temporary confinement station for the ill. Basically, you start a sort of infirmary, what they call a lazaretto, um, fogato, you know? A fogato! <laughs> a fogato! Oh, my So, God. it's a lazaretto, a lazaretto fogato.
0: They're at Starbucks right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god that was hilarious Jenna. Uh, <laughs> thanks <Corey. this> role <laughs> that was funny <laughs> this role became permanent in 1805 under the rule of napoleon bonaparte oh, who also like basically there was figure. an old church that was made there uh, like during the centuries that i skipped because history
0: again we're a true crime podcast <laughs> exactly. we supernatural not- yeah
1: so he basically like um uh, makes it, okay, this is a Lazaretto Fogato.
0: Starbucks.
1: <laughs> this is a Starbucks. This is a Starbucks. Um, and uh, basically anybody who's sick or with any plague or any serious sickness is going to be basically sent here. And then he turns the bell tower oh, of shit. the old church that we just totally you know brushed over. He turns it into a lighthouse. Now also Pauline Bonaparte, being as smart as we, you know, history claims him to be, he used this to stock um, a lot of arms. Um, oh. and cannons and just like a- ammunitions for war so that nobody would think to go here to steal it because a lot of people were like don't fucking go here because there's just like only people with the plague here yeah that's so smart when, yeah so at times when there weren't people with the plague but people believe that people will st- were still there yeah. he would store arms and ammunitions there so they would never be ransacked
0: smart move
1: yeah fuck yeah go go you bitch basically for the next like few hundred years or a couple hundred years um it just Uh, is either inhabited by nobody or there are quarantined people at the island. Um, During this entire time, um, they are burning the bodies, but I'll get to that a little bit later when we get to the spooky shit. Um, I'm just going through the history, okay? So sometime in the early 1900s, another quarantine happens and they have to build buildings because of it. And then the existing building that's there Um, They just turn into an asylum for the mentally ill, and that happens in 1922. Oh, God. So from 1922 to 1968, that was the one that I focused on. There are a couple other articles that said different years, but I'm just going to say 1922 to 1968, okay? Damn. Um, It was basically an insane asylum that we would say. Rut row. So, as I said, the hospital then closed in 1968, and then ever since 1968, the island has been 100% abandoned, except for a few years where it was uh, briefly, like, used for agriculture, but I think that failed, and so they're just, like, 1,000% abandoned. Yeah, because of ghosts. Because fucking ghosts, and we'll get to that. So, in 2014, the Italian state then auctioned the island in a 99-year lease. Okay. So, the state would, like, get some benefits from it, but basically they would lease it to whoever bought it and, like, the highest bidder. And they could just, like, do whatever they wanted with the island as long as they, like, kept the historical buildings intact and just built on them. Okay. Um. And so, basically.
0: I would so <laughs> move there.
1: So, the highest bidder was an Italian businessman, Luigi Brug- Brugarno. Brugarno. Brugnaro. Good luck, Corey. Yeah, Brugnaro. <laughs> um, but the lease uh, did not proceed as what he projected. And, and it would like didn't meet conditions basically he was a bond villain <laughs> oh cool because he bought an Ad- no i'm just saying like it just sounds like a bond villain like who the fuck buys oh. a random ass haunted island in the venetian lagoon and then like tries to do shit with it that doesn't pass state laws so then he just abandons it a bond villain does that
0: a bond villain. so
1: basically luigi Brunagro is a Bond villain.
0: Man, I thought for a second this was gonna become a true crime Italian. Oh my god, that'd be so
1: fucking fun. Bond
0: thing, and I was like, James Bond's real life. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh
1: my god. <laughs> um. So currently, the surviving buildings buildings on the island consist of they're just basically a church, an old church, a hospital, and the asylum and the bell tower. Okay, yeah, all haunted. All fucking haunted. Like these are those are like key real estate buildings that are haunted yeah, is every- a church a hospital an asylum and a bell tower you're fucked.
0: yeah all those words are synonyms for haunted
1: yeah <laughs> literally okay so most of the structures again are in they're intact mostly from the outside they obviously are like crumbling and derelict but they like inside they are just like totally just like 100 percent horror movie just like <laughs> random things were dropped and just left there oh my rubble God. everywhere empty bed frames you know just like chairs sitting in the middle like two chairs in the middle of a room looking at each other for no Ew, fucking reason just shit an, like that there's an
0: attic staircase it's like open uh-huh. and spiderwebs. oh and they're
1: just like a door that's constantly banging yeah, for yeah, no yeah. reason yeah classic yeah Locals and tourists alike are totally banned from going to the island. Well, but involved. of course, if you find the the right person to get you there and ferry you there, you can pay them and they'll take you there yes. if you just find the right person. But you literally are not allowed to go there. I think if you officially do go instead of paying somebody like secretively, you have to like sign forms and then have a good example or reason of why to go. So
0: who is italy saying you can't go to the island yeah like the the owner yeah
1: like the literal italian it's either the italian or the venetian like bureau of tourism literally something like that Uh uh-huh or like nobody is allowed here you can't go here because one it's dangerous and then two it just has the stigma of being haunted and evil and bad i want (laughs) to (laughs) go okay so let's get into the spooky shit yes okay so as I have said before, there were multiple times that this was a quarantine place for the plague. I'm not exactly sure how many, but it's because just there are so many different articles Lots. saying so many different things. But we know for a fact that during the 14th century, when the bubonic plague broke out all across Europe, that's when it started. And then from from then, it was used multiple different times as a place literally just to send people with a plague or with a serious illness. And they literally just went there and died. It's okay. a
0: recipe for disaster.
1: A recipe for disaster. Okay. So... Because of all these people going here and dying, it is estimated that over 100,000 people in 22 acres of an island, guys, <gasps> have been buried in what they call...
0: I'm sorry, 100,000? 100,
1: 100,000. One, zero, zero, comma, zero, yeah, one, zero, zero. Yeah, over 100,000. I even saw up to 150.
0: I'm Pikachu gasping right now.
1: Yeah in 22 acres, y'all. In the end, that's not a lot.
0: Not a lot at all. I mean,
1: it's a good amount of land actually, but like
0: What's equivalent to 22 acres? So we could like
1: Alcatraz or sorry, in 17 acres. Oh my god, Alcatraz is 22 acres.
0: So this is 17 acres.
1: Yeah, this is 17 acres. How big
0: is Disneyland?
1: It's Disneyland is 85 acres, but we Oh my don't... god, it's a
0: quarter of Disneyland then. It has 150,000 people oh, were buried.
1: Fucking shit. Dude, Disneyland expen- ex- extends to 100 acres with the addition of Star Wars. That's 15 acres of Star Wars, bitch. Nice. That's awesome. Side note,
0: yes. But yes. going back, okay, so that's a quarter. So Tomorrowland of Disneyland is all dead bodies. Picture that. Yes. So literally
1: Tomorrowland is an island that is mostly wooded with four big structures on it and then within those wooded areas there are 2 to 5 pits that are called plague pits you
0: could walk to the end of the island in like five to ten minutes
1: yep whoa so again over a hundred thousand people okay wow like holy fuck they were again put into uh things are mass graves that they were called plague pits um and basically they would even begin to burn their bodies in like great like big ass pyres that you could see from venice because they were so big oh my god um, and because there were too many people to shove in these pits or bodies sorry not to shove that's a little disrespectful to just put into the mass grave so they would have to burn most of the bodies so that the ashes would go into the pits and then they could eventually fit other bodies in ew yeah oh
0: uh-huh. my god
1: yeah this place um, is haunted as fun fuck. interesting weird fact um large blackberry bushes now cover these pits
0: Great. Ew. <laughs> so also. you can get,
1: but I love blackberries. I couldn't eat those blackberries. I'd eat that blackberry. I wouldn't. As superstitious as I am about anything like playing Ouija or something, you I would, wouldn't play Ouija, but I would go to this island and I would eat the the plague pit blackberry. You would
0: eat a dead person blackberry? Yep.
1: I love blackberries. They're my favorite. I have to be Even though I razz- know raspberries are better, blackberries are my favorite. Raspberries are better. Raspberries, raspberries
0: are the superior berry.
1: They're the superior fruit.
0: That's, raspberries win.
1: Yep. Raspberries blueberries win. lose. Blueberries lose. Raspberries like blueberries. win.
0: Strawberries are good.
1: Strawberries are great.
0: Especially dipped in chocolate.
1: When you haven't had a strawberry for a while, and then you you have a strawberry, you're like, what the fuck? You're like,
0: oh my God, strawberries are so underrated. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? I haven't
1: had a strawberry. Why am I a stupid bitch? Why haven't I had a strawberry? strawberry? Goddamn. Our our
0: segues.
1: (laughs) back to the island back
0: to death murder black <laughs> um, plague blackberry so from the
1: 14th century onward yes. not only was the island feared due to the threat of the the plague but people also began to spread stories of seeing fires being lit as their ships passed Um, the island at night and they would also hear screams of the burned plague victims that carried out over the surrounding waters because they would not only burn dead bodies but sometimes people that were too gone if it was too full they would just throw them in the pit and kill them oh
0: my god yeah
1: there's like no like no regrets (laughs) just totally do it
0: you know and side tangent yeah and i think it's um it's the monty python like uh, i'm not dead yet yeah, yeah, when they're, like, collecting the dead bodies uh-huh. for the plague, and they collect, like, the guy that's alive. Doesn't that happen, or am I imagining that? Yeah,
1: longer? that's where like, he goes, he's like, I feel happy. And then he, like, looks around, then he hits him over the head with the yeah. pain, and he dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. Good
0: old Monty Python. Yeah, I
1: love Monty Python. Um... And that's, again, what I said, like, when Napoleon Bonaparte, like, took advantage of that and hid his arms and shit there because people wouldn't go there. They'd avoid it ever since, like, the 14th century. Yeah. This place has been haunted.
0: You can hear people scream while they got burned to death.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in 1922 to 1968, as I said, um, the island was a mental hospital, basically. Okay. So there are rumors and legends that there was a doctor that experimented on patients with crude lobotomies and other inhumane operations. Um, Or just he would just sadistically experiment on them for his own gain.
0: American Horror Story Season 2?
1: Exactly. So the doctor was either eventually driven mad by the people that he killed and their spirits that stayed there. Naturally. And so he um, went mad and then fell from the bell tower slash lighthouse and died. So he either went mad and did that. Or he was pushed. People will claim that they also saw him be pushed out by a ghostly figure. Yeah, isn't that fun?
0: That's a fun one. There's
1: even more iterations to this. People that also say that he didn't fall to his death. He just fell on the rocks, like the seaside rocks, with the waves splashing up. And there was a fog that day. And they saw ghostly hands reach out of the fog and pull him into the depths.
0: (gasps) Ooh! It's creepy. I
1: love it. So spooky. That's cool. That's just classic spook.
0: (laughs) I hope ghost hands... Make just me coming out go of to my enemies. death. There's
1: a really cool magic card. I'm a nerd, whatever. Nerd. Um of, of, like, basically that. It's really pretty and it's really creepy. I'm Fun. Like, so another alternative to this legend is that the doctor himself was not initially a bad guy, but from the bubonic plague victims and other victims that were just, like, basically left here to die, to abandoned, and basically tortured to a point and also just, like, burned alive those vengeful they came back as vengeful spirits on the island nice. and then infected the mind of the doctor turning him into the sort of mad that you know the classic mad scientist that would operate on the people okay and then eventually when they were done with him the spirits threw him off the bell tower
0: these so are... some
1: say that the mad scientist was just you know an evil human and then others claim that it was the spirits from the plague victims that uh and, you know possessed him and then like you know made him do all that shit
0: these are fun stories
1: yeah isn't that cute okay so last note um, there is even one claim that before the island was sold um, to that Italian businessman, the, the James Bond, the James villain Bond dude, villain, yeah, there were construction sites sent out by the state to uh, restore the buildings there, and they actually went out numerous times, and each time either the crewmen would say that they would hear stuff at night, and it was like crazy haunted and evil, and the Ooh. crewmen refused to stay there anymore and operate. And other Ooh. multiple times, there was just no explanation, and the construction stopped. Ooh! And everyone would just like you know weeks later or a few days later be like, "Oh, there's like no more construction going on. Like we can't do this." And that's why they eventually. So the legend goes that that's why eventually they sold it to this businessman, this Fun.
0: James Bond villain
1: yeah but that's Poveglia. not crazy scary but fun spooky. I like the classic spookiness.
0: It's good spooky history. yeah,
1: yeah, it's fun.
0: So my life goal is to get our podcast big enough that we can go to Poveglia. Yeah,
1: I mean, it might even be enough to just be like, hey, we have a legitimate podcast this is it. Yeah, we show it to them and be like, hey, we would like to go. We can pay a bu- we can pay and just take pictures. That I like might be it. enough. but you have to do official documentation. Let's do it yes
0: I'm so down that's That'd be cool fine. it's spooky I mean like bubonic plague mental hospital how could you not how could it not be haunted
1: exactly yeah and there's like multiple times where the plague happens and like people were literally just Burned like just like ignored or they said like legs were cut off like limbs were cut off because they, they thought if you cut it off the infection wouldn't it spread or like it couldn't spread to you yeah and wrong. just everything like that yeah, yeah.
0: that's crazy It's crazy to me that places like that exist, like places like a whole fucking island where people were just like shoved there to die. Yeah. And then now it's haunted as fuck with like hundreds of thousands of spirits in a sense.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: And again, everybody, to put this perspective, because I'm thinking of like a giant island, but it's like a quarter of the size of Disneyland. It's
1: not crazy big, but it's still a lot of land.
0: But it's not like big enough to like justify a oh, no. hundred thousand ghosts. Yeah. Like that small of an island. It's pretty yeah. nugget. That's crazy. Yeah. We're going. Yay. Alright, so for my segment today, we are going to be talking about oh, Simone. Hi Simone. Simone
1: Bones. We're talking about Simone.
0: Simone Bones and how perfect she Look, is. She's looking for a spot. Oh my god. I'll
1: move my shitty move ass back. Backpack. Shit backpack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lay down, you beautiful perfect being.
1: Fuck she, you, backpack. She's
0: so uncomfortable. If, if she doesn't...
1: No! Fuck no, you, backpack. Simone! Fuck me and my backpack. Fuck my fucking backpack. Fuck your, fuck fuck your backpack. backpack. Simone just left us.
0: God, I'm going to kill myself. God
1: damn it. That was the saddest five seconds of my life. That literally
0: was. <laughs> Simone, where are you?
1: She like came over here and she was like, not good enough. And I just
0: opened up my, the blanket for and she's like staring <laughs> she's
1: at me. She's like, what the fuck?
0: Oh, she's gone.
1: That's Simone bones, Oh, there she here.
0: is. Oh, she's going after Cat Tower. Uh-oh. She's
1: gonna knock over She's the fort. She's gonna fucking knock She's over like, the fort. She's like, where could I grab the champagne cup?
0: And three.
1: Yeah. Simone, come oh. here! Yay! And oh,
0: oh. shit! Oh shit! She using your scratching I'm tower. I'm so
1: scared right now. Our entire fort is shaking.
0: I know. We're I'm at the shaking. mercy of I'm Simone. Sh- I'm it. Simone, please be nice. All I did was bring a kitten into the house.
1: <laughs> oh goddess, Simone! Please do not collapse our fort. She
0: is a goddess. She is. You know what's going to happen is we're going to die, and Simone and Toulouse will be the gods, and they're going to be like, you did well, humans. Oh succeed. Succeed. Uh, Simone.
1: She's like, it didn't knock down. She's displeased.
0: She's so big compared to S'mores. Holy cause he, shit. Because you know, like, Toulouse we would be like, he's so big, and Simone was so small. Now comparing Simone to S'mores, I'm like, she's Simone's giant.
1: Simone's huge. Yeah. yeah. And thick. She's thick. She's a thick bitch. Yeah, bitch.
0: As she's like, has the biggest thigh gaps I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, she went to be simone bones for a minute, but she's not simone bones anymore. It's
0: those damn fish gogurts. mm uh uh-huh. Okay, well, while she's contemplating destroying the fort, let's jump into my segment. She
1: literally is doing that.
0: So I'm going to talk about Paul John Knowles, who is known as the Casanova Killer. Yeah. So you are familiar with the Casanova Killer if you listen to our fuck- marry or get killed by Uh a bonus episode which we released a couple weeks ago Um, I talked about the Casanova Killer so to some people who met Paul John Knowles he was smooth and charismatic a cross between Robert Redford and Ryan O'Neal
1: ooh Robert Redford
0: yeah to others he was their worst nightmare a cold blooded killer with no pattern and no regard for anyone but himself dubbed the Casanova Killer because of his killer looks Mm. Uh let's look at the horrifying crime theory of Paul John Knowles also known as the Casanova. Killer. Let's
1: do
0: it. Oh, my phone's vibrating like crazy. Are you getting,
1: are you getting called?
0: It's just Jordan.
1: What's Jordan saying?
0: He said, Toulouse weighed 14 pounds more than Simone. Holy tit. He weighed 20 pounds more than S'mores. Oh my God. Crazy. So, Paul John Knowles was born in 1946 in Orlando, Florida, one year after my grandpa. He jumped from foster house to foster house, and he never had a stable childhood. So, like, really good, solid solid upbringing, you know? Um, It didn't take long for Knowles to get into trouble, obviously, and by the time he was 19 years old, he made quite the name for himself among the police. Now, beginning in 1954, when he was just 8 years old, he began to steal. Um, It wasn't anything major at first, but it escalated, and by the time he was 19, his petty theft days were over, and he moved on to kidnapping. So his crimes <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> from eight years old just escalated. I guess
1: that's the next step.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, stealing bubblegum. Next step, kidnapping. Kidnap
1: some girl. Casual, oh, cool.
0: natural. Next step. Now, he was incarcerated for kidnapping a police officer, but he wasn't kept in jail for that long. Um, this started a pattern that he sucked to for eight years where he would get arrested, go to jail for a short time, be released, commit crazy crimes go to jail for a short time Whoa. be released commit crazy times it started this pattern
1: maybe boys won't be boys
0: boys will be boys <laughs> well now in early 1974 um, about a year before my mom was born what's up um Knowles was 28 years old and he was serving a prison sentence in Ryford prison in Florida which is now known as Florida State Prison yes now while in jail he began corresponding with the California girl Angela Kovic so Angela was a divorcee, living her Ooh. best single life in San Francisco, yo. Yeah, bitch. As a cocktail ra- waitress, emphasis on the cock. cock. Ayo. Woo. She was pretty excited to finally have a pen pal. Um, and after just a few letters back and forth, she quickly fell in love with Paul John Knowles, the Casanova Whoa. killer. Um, na- next thing you know, she hired him a lawyer who managed to swing him a parole, and they arranged for him to fly to San Francisco to marry her. Now, when Paul John Knowles arrived in San Francisco to be his future wife, Angela Kovic saw him and immediately broke off the engagement. According to her, Knowles projected an aura of fear that scared her, and a psychic also warned her about a dangerous man in her new life. The aura, combined with the psychic warning, convinced Angela to um, completely just say the engagement's over. Uh, Now, this broke Paul John Knowles. Like, this was the breaking point for him.
1: This seems to be the breaking point for a lot of serial killers. It does, yeah, the, the rejection done, so.
0: of a woman. Yeah. Okay, so the same night that his engagement was called off, the same night, so fuck. Angela was like, fuck you, Paul, we're over, you're an evil man. I don't know why, but you're evil. Paul John Knowles murdered three strangers in the street of San Francisco
1: whoa casually he just like in san francisco mass murder just like murder spree
0: three people in one night in san francisco okay so the next day he went back to jacksonville florida and pulled a knife on a bartender during a fight
1: he was arrested
0: for the bar fight and thrown back in jail but he didn't stay there for long because on july 26 1974 he picked the lock on his prison cell and he escaped
1: what the fuck okay
0: yeah So that night, he invaded the home of 65-year-old Alice Curtis. He bound and gagged Alice, then ransacked her house for money and finally took off in her car. She choked to death on her gag, but (gasps) Knowles hung around town for a few days until police connected him with the crime, and his picture began turning up on TV.
1: She choked on the gag?
0: Yeah, so he didn't even kill her intentionally. Oh, fuck that. She just choked on her gag and died.
1: Fuck that.
0: Yeah, fuck the Casanova killer. So he decided to get rid of the car on a quiet residential street when he saw 11-year-old Lillian Anderson and 7-year-old um, Millette. They both looked at him, and he was convinced that the girls recognized him from his pictures on TV. Uh-huh. So he thought, okay, the only way I can really deal with this is if I killed them because now they're witnesses. Run. <laughs> so he kidnapped both of them, strangled them, and dumped their bodies in a swamp outside of town.
1: Oh, my so God. So keep in mind,
0: the first victim was 65. The next two victims are 11 and then 7. So huge, huge range for age. So that should kind of start telling you a little bit about the Casanova killer. Now, on August 2nd in Atlantic Beach, Florida, um, Knowles broke into the home of Marjorie Howe, um, or Ho. I'm going to say Howe. Um, now, he strangled her with a nylon stocking and stole her television set. His next victim was Jane Doe, hitchhiker, raped and strangled. On August 23rd, he broke into the home of Kathy Pierce um, of Musella of M U S E L L A. Musella, georgia Musella.
1: yeah I'd just say Musella.
0: Musella, georgia strangling her with a telephone cord while her three-year-old son watched he sat there and watched this guy strangle his mom to death weirdly enough he did not hurt the child at all
1: child yeah. was totally that kicking seems it seems to happen yeah
0: because somehow the three-year-old child is okay but the seven-year-old girl that he strangled was not okay Moving on, Damn. on September third, he went into a roadside pub near Lima, Ohio. So now he has been going from state to state, is across multiple states, multiple age ranges. Um, he met William Bates, a man, what the not a woman, a man. He was a 32-year-old accountant, account executive for Ohio Power Company. Hot. The, par- the bartender who knew William Bates recalled that he was a young, that he and a young redheaded man had several drinks that evening, and left together. So he and the Casanova killer, Bates, did not return. So his wife reported him as missing, and the police realized that his car was missing as well. So in October, Bates' nude body was eventually found, and he was strangled and dumped in the woods, but his car was not found. So the Casanova killer, he stole Bates' money, his credit cards, his car, et cetera, and he made his way to Sacramento back through Utah. What's up, Utah? Pausing at Eli, Nevada, long enough to murder two elderly campers, Emmett and Louise Johnson, on September 18th. So now we have old people. We have young people. We have women. We have men. We have children, etc. His murders were completely random. There was in, in, no pattern. It spanned across states. If you look at other serial killers like Ted Bundy, for example, it yeah. was young 20s women with long hair, part in the middle. It was women that looked like Channa Jones. Yeah. And if you looked at Jeffrey Dahmer, it was men. If you looked at all these different types of serial killers, they had a very specific type. But this guy, everyone and anyone, whoever was in his way, he would kill.
1: Um, How much time has passed since he broke the first time?
0: September 3rd. Let's see. And the first one happened on July 26th, two months. Holy
1: shit. So, yeah, he literally just goes on a murder spree. He just breaks 100%. He killed three people
0: September 26th. And then he killed 65 year old. Then he killed Lillian and then his, her sister Millette, and then he killed um, Holy tits. Marjorie, then he killed Jane Doe, then he killed Kathy, and then he killed William Bates. So we're at nine people in less than two months, confirmed. Yeah, Corey's Pikachu gasping. And Pikachu nine gasping people,
1: while holding a glass of champagne. Ted Bundy at
0: least waited a month, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this guy, nine people in less than... That means l- one person a week. One person, like, every six days. Fuck. Moving on let's get more sugar let's get more sugar with y'all so that all happened he killed william bates on september 3rd on september 21st oh oh, sorry and then he killed the two elderly couples so never mind that's that's 11 people that's 11 people in two months he killed Emmett and louise johnson on september 18th like i mentioned um so now we're on september 21st so again this is like within the first three months he was passing through sequin texas sequin sequin texas And he spotted a female motorist stranded at the roadside, and he stopped to help her. And then he proceeded to rape her and strangle her to death and then dragged her body through a tangled barbed-wired fence. Why? (laughs) Because he's sick fuck. So she
1: was dead first, though. Yeah. Oh, fuck.
0: I'm drinking. Um, Okay, so on September 23rd, he met Beautician Ann Dawson in Birmingham, Alabama.
1: Beautician?
0: So, you know, she does, like, hair and makeup
1: oh okay
0: um she so again so before that it was texas i thought it was
1: her name sorry i was like what?
0: oh no her name is ann dawson she Kay. was a beautician okay i don't know i just want to give you guys because if i say their careers no, that's
1: good sorry if
0: i know any background of the people who were killed i like to say it because yeah, it makes it, them more of a person yeah it makes them real instead of just listing a name yeah. instead of me being like oh jessica jones i'm like oh kindergarten teacher and mother jessica jones so oh, it makes yeah. you like realize yeah reminds you
1: of your kindergarten teacher or your mother yeah Yeah. exactly
0: so that's why i do it anyways he met anne dawson in birmingham alabama so again total different state i mean this is crossing multiple states now um and he i mean he was on like a cross-country road trip of murder shit yeah he instantly caught her fancy they traveled together at her expense she paid for their hotels their alcohol their drugs whatever and then eventually noel shot and killed her on september 29th So we're having also multiple states, multiple ways to people. So he like genuinely people. just
1: like had fun with her.
0: Yeah. He like, you know, took her for a wild ride. They just had fun together and then eventually got bored and killed her. Knowles then arrived in Marlborough, Connecticut. Oh my god, I didn't realize. Is that where the cigarettes are from?
1: Maybe. Anyway. Let's check. <laughs> yeah. Where Marlboro cigarettes I'll go from? Check. What's that from?
0: What? Sorry, repeat that. Wait a minute.
1: Oh, go check. I don't know. It's weird, Al. Oh! Albuquerque, Albuquerque. Fun. Have you heard that song before? It's on his album, Running With Scissors. Ah. All right. I'm a nerd. It's also the one where he did the, A long long time time ago. ago." Yeah, that's when that. In
0: a galaxy far far away, away,
1: Naboo was was under an an attack. attack.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. God. Now I'm going to just cry and play. Or, bye, bye, Miss Miss America. America. Oh, wait. No, that's the real version. Oh, my, my, My Miss America what this is anakin it anakin guy so maybe later someday vader but for or no maybe maybe vader, someday later, later but i'm just, just a small fry yeah he left this home and kissed his mommy goodbye, goodbye saying, saying soon i'm, soon I'm gonna, gonna be, a be a jedi
0: do 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 soon, soon I'm, gonna I'm gonna be a jedi, be a jedi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're, everyone's like god damn we're it artists. <laughs> stop drinking
0: <laughs> no fuck you i will sing weird out. do you remember when we went camping for the astronomy festival and we like all sang that song in the car together me you bakes and david
1: i don't remember fuck that. you. i'm sorry oh,
0: i'm so sad it was like such a good i'm memory sure we did
1: me. it because we did yeah, it was after we went to Star that Wars. like
0: nor that, like convenient store right outside of the camp out i like blasted it and we all like screamed oh i'm together. so sure
1: I I'm so excited for Star Wars, even though the last one was a little bit of a shit show. I'll
0: watch it with you, Corey. I'm
1: so excited, and we're going to like the opening night. I just love Star Wars. I it makes me cry. It just makes me cry. It'll
0: just be me and you going to the like, opening night.
1: It's just so. I'm drunk. We don't need to go into it.
0: It's a sentimental thing. It's, it's so, a total nostalgic. thing. Yeah, it's just thing.
1: like pure cinema to me. I don't know. Well, it's I'll just tell you. Like,
0: during the trailer, when I just saw Carrie Fisher, I bawled. Yeah. And, she, and just the
1: score, too. I was just crying.
0: Oh, because they played Luke and Leia. Or not Luke and Leia. They played Han and Leia's theme. Yeah, exactly. During the fucking trailer. Yeah. I you assholes. Like, uh, you know what you're doing with us. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like.
1: They're like, remember nostalgia that we've been using?
0: Against the Millennials. Against the Millennials.
1: Remember that? That you don't need to remember because we've been doing it the entire time.
0: Yeah. That's, that wraps <laughs> we're up like, Star Wars. Yes.
1: Yeah, Our I'm world's like, dying. I'm yes. Like, oh,
0: my God. The bees are dying at an alarming rate. Let's talk about Princess Leia. <laughs>
1: and this multi-trillion dollar company is doing nothing about it.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, Disney. Do something about the bees.
1: Right. pieces of shit.
0: What were we Googling? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. that
1: that right there is the clip that you're putting on Instagram <laughs> like show everybody what this episode is.
0: What are we Googling? I don't remember. <laughs>
1: um, Marlboro.
0: Oh, my God. Is that is Marlboro, Connecticut c- Mar- linked to the cigarettes?
1: Bro. Richmond, Virginia is the location of the largest Marlboro cigarette manufacturer plant. Um, bummer.
0: I mean, I not bummer, but. Downer is not a connection.
1: I don't think there is. Maybe if we look more, there might be more of one.
0: That's fine. So he arrived in Marlboro, Connecticut, yeah. not related to the cigarettes, not. after 15 we minutes checked. of us checking. He arrived in and the And sung Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. Soon I'm going to be a Jedi. <laughs> he arrived in October of 1974, where he entered the home of Karen Wine. Yeah. Goals for that to be your last name.
1: Yeah, bitch. And Get her
0: it. 16-year-old daughter, Dom? Dom? Don. D like the soap. D A W N.
1: So she's the dom. Don. Dom the dom.
0: Don the dom. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: Shut. needs to start like a dominatrix. This is about to get um, like not so cool. Okay. Oh, okay, I Oh, I always do this. This is why I don't interrupt as much now because <laughs> over the past 25 episodes <laughs> I'll interrupt and make a joke about them. And it's like later she was like fucked by a dog and then stabbed through her eyes oh until she <laughs> bled out. And I'm like, God damn it.
0: You're like, I'm sorry, Don the Dom. <laughs> well, it's just a one sentence quickie. Okay. So he he bound and raped them and then killed them with a nylon stocking. See, oh, quickie. Just a okay. quickie classic.
1: Let's keep going.
0: Okay. It didn't happen. <laughs> now, the only fo- only thing they found missing from their home was a tape recorder. Note, highlight. What? dun da da. Now, on October 18th, so two days after the murder of Karen and Don, he made his way to Woodford, Virginia, where he broke into the home of 53 year old Doris Hosey and sh- he shot her to death with her husband's rifle, then wiped his prints from the gun and placed it beside her body, trying to replicate suicide. Now, oh. still driving William Bates' stolen car.
1: That's interesting that he would care enough to do that. After all of this.
0: After all the random killings.
1: That's really interesting. It is,
0: isn't it? I, I thought of that too. I wrote it down and I was like, why did he care about that specific murder, not the other ones? Yeah. I don't know. I will never understand a serial killer's mind, truly. That's and hi- really and this, interesting. This serial killer in particular, like I mentioned, it's any age, any gender, doesn't matter. He's just killing to kill. It's a yeah. sport. Yeah. And so it's interesting to me that like every other person, he didn't care about cleaning up the crime scene, but this one in particular, he was like, wipe the prints, try to stage it something different.
1: That's so weird.
0: I don't know. So he was still driving William Bates's stolen car. So the only male victim we know, like, confirmed so far. Um, He picked up two hitchhikers in Key West, Florida, with the intention of killing them both. However, his plan was ruined when a police officer stopped him for a standard traffic violation. Now the officer didn't suspect a thing so he let Knowles go. However, Knowles was pretty shaken by the experience, by being just pulled over by being just pulled over by the police. So he decided just to drop off the girls in Miami instead of murdering them. So those two girls are living today Thank just God. because that police officer pulled them over. Um, after that, Knowles contacted his lawyer um, to tell him pretty much what's been going on. Uh, but wait, he, what? But he, yeah, because he's feeling such a sense of guilt and shame.
1: What the fuck?
0: This is where it gets interesting. Cause normal serial killers like wouldn't feel the he remorse. He just like chilled the fuck out. Yeah, well, no, but um, uh, he was feeling he was really shaken. So that that should kind of show you a little glimpse into his mind.
1: Well, but no, that's sort of with kill serial killers, and that that's what I sort of mentioned at the end of our Ted Bundy 2 is where it's like, they, to an extent, at least some of them or all of them maybe are just like still shaken by like holy shit, like I killed somebody, like, I just even did though this. I want to eventually. After they kill somebody and that urge goes away, they're sort of faced with that reality and they're shaken by it. And they're like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah, and I think for him, because he was stopped mid act trying to kill someone
1: Uh because
0: he wasn't stopped after he killed someone. He didn't feel the guilt. It wasn't before he chose a victim. It was mid chose the victim and then decided not. And it was like that immediate remorse and guilt and like and realization what he's about to do. So because of that, he contacted his lawyer um, but he rejected his lawyer's suggestion of surrender. He did, however, arrange a meeting with him, and that lasted only long enough for him to hand over a recorded confession of him confessing to murders and whatnot.
1: I don't think now, if somebody called me and said they murdered, like, 20 people over the past three months, but let's meet up, I'd nah. be like, no. I'd be
0: like, nice. Um, I'm like, nice you can mail
1: me, bitch. Yeah, I'm
0: like, fucking Gmail me. Yeah. <laughs> Now, it's important to know that his taped confession was taped on...
1: (gasps) The stolen tape recorder.
0: The stolen tape recorder.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah, I know. He slipped out of town before police even really even knew that he existed, before the tape was really even listened to. He handed the tape, and he, he booked it. He hid it and quit it. This
1: is crazy. He
0: booted it and tooted it. Yeah. Now, him being shooketh, it didn't really last very long, because on November 6th, in Milledgeville, Georgia, Knowles befriended Carswell Carr. Also, that name—poor girl.
1: That sounds like what you make up on the spot. Carswell like, Carr. Yeah, Carswell Carr. Like that's—that's
0: yeah. that's like saying Channa Chan. That's my name. Corey Corr.
1: Fake news. I don't believe it.
0: Yeah, Jordan Jordan. Chris <laughs> Christopher Chris.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tyler
0: Ty. Like fuck. It's part it was Carswell just like Carr. two
1: like high school students in a fucking trench coat.
0: Totally. Yeah. 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 Carswell Carr is trying to sneak into a movie theater with her friends. Uh uh-huh. huh. She was invited. Oh, so he was invited back to Carswell Car's house. I'm sorry, the victim. <laughs> it's I'm
1: just so two gay sorry. guys in in a trench coat trying to lure this hot guy. I'm sorry, no
0: trying to lure the Casanova of a killer. Yeah. So, they all super hammered at the house, made out a bunch. Had, Them three. Yeah. Wait. What? Well, sorry. What? Them three. Yeah, then three. <laughs> um, and he then stabbed God Carswell. damn it. He then stabbed Carswell Kel carr Carswell Car, the woman, or the two gay men, whichever story you believe. He stabbed them We're to death. So
1: mean. I can't this is like I can't make jokes during your, your because shit. Because mine's so serious. Because it becomes real, because it is real.
0: I know. We should almost change the order of the podcast because mine's like we'll start with the real shit and yeah. then end with the fun my shit. Oh my god.
1: Ugh. But then we can't do that anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, and then here's where it gets even more fucked up. So us, all of our jokes, you know how we started joking and it gets fucked up?
1: <laughs> I thought we were safe.
0: No, we're never safe with
1: true we crime. We are because we have champagne.
0: Uh, cheers to that. Glass-ting. With our, With my red soda cup and your wine glass.
1: <laughs> I just have glass. What can I say? So
0: for? he stabbed Carswell Carr to death. And then stabbed and sh- or sorry, and then strangled her fifteen-year-old daughter to death.
1: His fifteen-year-old daughter.
0: Her fifteen-year-old daughter. So
1: Carswell Carr is a woman. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was two uh, gay men. Oh,
0: I'm because s- <laughs> you said that because you made a joke. I thought you were joking. I didn't think you really. <laughs> uh, Carswell. But Car- then you
1: said he later on.
0: I meant because she... I confused
1: you, and then that confusion confused me. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay, I'm ruining this victim's spot. Okay,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, in all serious. he we'll met shut up.
0: Carswell Carrs. <laughs> He met Carswell car at a, a bar, went back home, continued getting drunk. He stabbed her to death and stabbed her 15-year-old daughter. Or then Shit. strangled her 15-year-old daughter.
1: An awesome, brave woman who is a mother.
0: Yeah. Single mom, then strangled her daughter to death. This is the second mother-daughter pair he killed. Damn. Now, after murdering the girl, he attempted to engage in necrophilia with the corpse of the 15-year-old girl, but he wasn't able to do it. According to police reports, he has failed. What that means, I'm not sure.
1: To and then me, he couldn't get hard.
0: Yeah, that's what I kind of interpreted that as, but okay. I didn't know, or maybe he didn't. I don't know how gross was to say, but finish with her, with her. Yeah, like that's, orgasm that's, with I a mean, ne- with yeah, a. We're just talking technically. With yeah. a dead body. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what it means to fail at necrophilia, but according to police reports, in himself, he failed at it. Okay. Um, you know, and I guess you know, and f- I guess
1: you need to state that so that he technically can't be tried for necrophilia. For necrophilia yeah, yeah. So but, I guess that's why that's important to m- mention. Yeah, yeah, and
0: also like. You know, according to him, necrophilia is where he fucking crosses the line. So, yeah, murdering old people and men, women, children, you name it. It doesn't matter. Necrophilia is where he crosses the line. I mean, and, you know at,
1: that's a good line, at, at least. That's true. Better
0: line than Ted Bundy.
1: Better line than Ted Bundy. Where Ted
0: Bundy not only performed necrophilia and then decapitated him after death. Like, fuck you, Ted Bundy. I guess the Casanova killer is better than him? I don't know. What is the line of serial killers where it's, like, better... I guess like There's on the no range line. of they like the line. of like totally unbelievably fucked up to just fucked up. The Casanova Killer is just at, like in he's like at fucked up. Where Ted Bundy's like at totally fucked up.
1: Totally fucked up. And yeah. then
0: like Jeffrey Dahmer's past He's,
1: like damn. Jeffrey
0: Dahmer is like a damn Pikachu gas. Totally.
1: Yeah.
0: So for most of the spree, um, the murder spree that I'm referring to, the police were baffled by the murders as they seemed to have no rhyme or reason behind them. There wasn't a pattern between any of the cases or any of the victims. Yeah, that'd be
1: crazy to try and link together.
0: Yeah, because you can't. Because Ted Bundy, I keep on bringing him up. I'm sorry. We just did a case file we about him. just did a case file about him, So yeah. he's on my mind. But, you know, most serial killers, they have a a predictable pattern
1: yeah. of some sort. Whether it's by location
0: yeah. or age or gender or looks. But this guy, it's anywhere and anything. Any state, any age doesn't matter. That's crazy.
1: He... Exactly. I've said that like 20 times, but drunk.
0: Now, they're... So of the 20 people that were found dead, 14 were women, six were men, three were children, three were elderly. I didn't go through every single murder, of course, because okay, yeah, yeah. we'd be here all night. We talked about all those murders. Um, now, some were shot, some were strangled, some were bludgeons, and others seemed to have been killed as an afterthought, murdered while camping or walking up on the street. You know, it was just so fucking random. Now, some of the corse- corpses were sexually assaulted. Well, some were raped while they're alive. Well, some weren't sexually assaulted at all. Plus, this is happening across multiple states. So police had no idea who were looking for. Were they looking for one guy? Were they looking for multiple guys? Were they looking for a rapist, for a murder? What were they looking for? Every single crime scene pointed towards a different person. Yeah. So nothing was pointing towards the same person. There was no reason for them to believe this was a serial killer at all. And that's what makes this case so unique. The only real lead that the authorities had to go on was from a was from a reporter named Sandy Fox. Sandy Fox.
1: Wait, can you say that again? So
0: the only real lead of, that authorities had to go on was from report was from reporter Sandy Fox. Sandy. Oh. AKA Sandy <laughs> Fox.
1: No, Jennifer, like seriously for the past 5 seconds, I literally thought you said Sandy Fox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay we're gonna call her sandy Fox just for the sake of this fucking conversation sandy
1: Fox, she didn't die right she
0: didn't die so hey sandy Fox! Her. okay sandy Fox, you're
1: safe to get made fun of you
0: are safe in our mind not that murder well, we're people. not really making
1: fun of you we're just trying to make jokes yo
0: not that victims are sandy safe fu- i guess from our jokes Ah, <laughs> oh, we're so horrible it's like my
1: favorite thing when i'm like let's go to the bitch
0: <laughs> oh yes daddy okay so two days after paul john Nell's the, cast of, the Casanova killer killed Carswell Carr. <laughs> Fuck you, Corey. And her daughter. <laughs>
1: I, I I apologize. Y'all. You
0: are the reason I could no longer say her name and not laugh. <laughs> but that's so mean. Her parents are such assholes.
1: Carswell Carr? Carswell
0: Carr. You Why fucking would you asshole. Why you do that? Parents. I'm so upset about it for her.
1: Carswell. I haven't even heard that of a name. But if you told me <laughs> to apply that to a gender, I'd be like, it's a male.
0: Maybe it was a male.
1: Maybe it was two gay dudes. No,
0: because it was... <laughs> you know what? It's undecided what Carswell's car gender was. Do you know
1: what's crazy? You know, I honestly
0: don't know. I assumed it was a woman. Oh, my God. I'm the problem, Corey. <laughs> I'm the
1: problem. I assumed it was a man. It
0: said her... Well, said their daughter. So I assumed...
1: You know what's crazy? My, my mind is shooketh. This is the same episode that we're going to title gonorrhea. I Herb. know! <laughs>
0: it like six hours. it
1: been here forever.
0: I'm almost done. I swear to God, I'm almost it's, done.
1: I, no, it's nobody's fault. Okay. It's the alcohol.
0: <laughs> so two days after Paul John Knowles, the Casanova killer, uh-huh. killed Carswell Carr and her daughter or their daughter. I'm sorry. I just don't know what the correct pronoun is. D-
1: there doesn't need to be a gender.
0: I'm going to say they then. So yeah. Carswell Carr and their daughter, um, Paul John Knowles went. Bar hopping in Atlanta, Georgia, and he met Sandy Fox, who Corey previously thought Sandy, was Sandy Fox. Fox. Now Sandy Fox was super into him. Now, just to remind you, <laughs> Corey <laughs> had the cutest look on his face. Like, yes, say it. <laughs> now, Ponja Knowles was a dream. He was a fucking snack. Yes. He looked like a cross between Robert Redford and Ryan O'Neal. You already just- said that. I know I'm saying it again. Oh, to remind sorry. You guys. Okay,
1: then say that again. I'm sorry, I ruined it.
0: So Sandy was super into him. Paul John Knowles was her dream man. He was a total snack. Yes, he. She described him as looking between Robert Redford and Ryan O'Neal. Turned he on. He was like a James Dean esque hot motherfucker. God damn. It. He's hot. Like if you look, he's kind of like Corey and me, or Corey. No, Corey. He's kind of like me and Corey.
1: Corey kind of like and me and
0: Corey where we look better mm-hmm. in real life than pictures. You can tell. True. Like, he looks so good in pictures. True. I mean, he looks okay in pictures, but you know he's, like, way hotter in real life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very true.
0: He, I mean, he is the Casanova killer after and all. And if you look he at
1: multiple f- pics, some are better than others.
0: Totally. It depends on the angle of the conversation.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, now, Sandy fucks and the Casanova killer spent a few nights together, but he wasn't able to perform – when they attempted to have sex,
1: her last name is Fox. How can you not perform for Sandy Fox? Well,
0: because the sex was consensual. If Corey. Sandy Fox
1: wanted to fuck me, I'd be like, I must. But because that's the your problem. Name is Sandy the Fox. sex
0: here was consensual. He couldn't have consensual sex. At this point, oh, fuck. he was so desensitized. He could only have sex when it was Oh, rape.
1: man. Like he wasn't turned on.
0: Yeah. Like he couldn't get it up. He Damn. couldn't perform, which is the nice way of saying he couldn't get it up that's during crazy. consensual sex. Now, they parted ways on November 10th, so he did not kill her. But the very next day, he picked up a friend of fucks. Her name was Susan McKenzie, and he demanded sex for her at gunpoint. So he realized he was so sexually frustrated that he had to go to a victim to then sexually assault to be able to have an orgasm. It's
1: like me with hair.
0: It's with Corey with hair. (laughs) Now, Susan McKenzie was able to escape, and she notified police. Um, but when a police officer tried to stop him because they found him, like, you know, driving a car, probably William Bates's car, uh-huh. um, Knowles brandished a sawed off shotgun and made his escape. Now, days later, in West Palm Beach, Florida, he invaded the home of invalid Beverly Mabby, maybe, where he abducted her sister and stole her car. From there, he traveled to Fort Pierce, Florida, arriving the following night. He dropped off his hostage without, or, without harm or incident. Now, Florida Highway Patrol Trooper... Whoa, let me say that. That was a lot of words. <laughs> I like kept on reading. I was like, I keep on going. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. How many ways did I say police officer? <laughs> Fuck. So, Florida Highway Patrol Trooper, police officer, <laughs> Charles Eugene Campbell, recognized the stolen car and pulled Knowles over. But Knowles was able to wrestle the officer's pistol away from him. Fuck, yeah. And then um, take control of the whole situation and kidnap the officer. So he took Campbell as hostage. He drove away with a patrol car. He later used his siren to strop a motorist, James Meyer, in order to ditch the highway patrol car to get a regular person's car just to avoid people looking at a casual man driving a police officer's car. So now Knowles took the two men into a remote wooded area in Pulaski County, Georgia, so way far away from Florida where they originally were. He handcuffed them to a tree and then shot them both in the head at close range. Shortly after, Knowles attempted to crash through a police roadblock in Henry County, Georgia. He lost control of the vehicle, hit a tree. He escaped the vehicle on foot and fired shots at the pursuing officers. A chaotic foot foot race ensued with the Knowles pursued by dogs. Law enforcement officers from several agencies and helicopters followed Knowles. And um, then finally, Knowles was captured on November 21st by an armed civilian with a shotgun. That's a very climactic chase. Yeah, it was chaos.
1: Damn. A
0: few days later, he was finally caught on November 21st by an armed civilian with a shotgun several miles away. Fuck yeah, go civilian. Yeah, several miles away from the focused search area. So the police weren't even looking over there. And like a casual hunter found him, stopping the shotgun and say, you're that guy they're looking for on the TV.
1: Well, thank you for being better civilian than the guy who saw ted bundy running in the mountains and said be careful a guy named ted bundy has escaped and is right running through the
0: mountains. yeah that's so you. be me though if i'd be I... like oh
1: hey are you okay do you need yeah. some like water i'm like food? do you want
0: a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah. <laughs> they're like
1: you know you know the killer that has like a you know that like has like only one arm well like watch out for him because he can may over overpower you because you only have one arm literally
0: me. That I'm like, so be me I'm like what's your name They're like Ted Bundy I'm like well be careful for the serial killer Ted Bundy yeah
1: like, that's totally I'm <laughs> oh, sorry I touched it. you
0: oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh of
1: course yeah, you I didn't ask him you. that I'm sorry
0: oh uh, you asshole <laughs> so the casual civilian found Paul John Knowles. Jo- <laughs> I keep wanting to say Paul John Jones, Jones. Jones yeah because that's from the newest bachelorette season There's oh my a guy, god his name's Paul John Jones and he's such an <laughs> asshole so fuck you Paul John Jones fuck you
1: Paul John Jones
0: so they found him. They they got him under control of the shotgun. They called the police officers, and that's when they were able to arrest um, John Paul Knowles. Paul John Knowles. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. <laughs> Ted Bundy. Doug Dahmer, Whoever we're talking about at this point. Um, okay, so once arrested, he confessed to 35 murders, including Damn. the 20 that police were already aware of. Now, over the next month, police attempted to take Knowles on a tour of his crime scenes to gain insight into the crimes and help him find missing bodies to get closure to the families. Now, on December 18th, just was he pretty
1: cooperative? Did yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah, he was cooperative. Oh, wow. He I was mean, like, whatever. I mean, that's good, I guess. Yeah.
0: And look at his past behavior. He, like, there was no pattern, there was really no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Like, there's remorse, he, I guess. Yeah, there's no remorse at all. Oh. There, there wasn't remorse at oh. all. I, I guess there was some remorse with him feeling guilty with the two girls that he was kidnapping. Uh-huh. But, like, in general, there was no
1: Oh yeah. remorse. When he like, was just in the, in the mode, he yeah. was like, fuck.
0: Like, once he's on the hunter mode, kind of like how Bundy was or Jeffrey Dahmer or any of these, the Zodiac, for example. Like, any big serial killers, like, you're the hunter mode. Nothing else really matters. This reminds
1: me. Have you seen uh, The Night of the Hunter?
0: No. I'm we not. should watch it. I will.
1: It's like. You know, top 50 films of all time.
0: Well, watch it with me, bitch. It's
1: really good. It's a black and white film, but it's, it's really well done.
0: Watch it with me, bitch. Yeah. So on December 18th, just a month after his arrest, Sheriff Earl Lee and Georgia Bureau of Investigation Agent Ronnie Angel, they were transporting Knowles to Henry County uh, when Knowles jumped Lee in the car, attempting to steal his handgun. The gun went off through the holster in the car, and as Lee and Knowles struggled, Angel fired three shots at Knowles killing him instantly. So Paul Damn. John Knowles, he murdered between 25 to 35 people in less than six months. Um, his targets were completely random and half of the time they weren't sexual. Some Sometimes they were, sometimes mm-hmm. they weren't. He loved the violence. He loved taking away a life. He died while in custody and we will never truly know what his motive or reasoning was if he even had any. And the scary part Shit. about Paul John Knowles is people like him right now exist in this world. Yep. Like I'm scared. Yeah. Like Paul John Knowles, like he killed, you know, thirty five people at complete random. Like those people weren't even the same age. They weren't even the same gender. They weren't anything similar yeah. to each other. They just got in his way. They're in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he decided that he was gonna take their own life. Why? For fun? For pleasure? For revenge? We don't know. We have yeah. no idea why.
1: I mean, yeah, and just goes to school shootings and stuff like that. Yeah, it yeah.
0: go it goes into like a lot of um,
1: like somebody like the Casanova killer maybe wouldn't make it if they were acting the same way because after they did one or two murders they'd be caught pretty quickly with like technology. Yeah, you, we would want to believe, I guess, um, and that you could argue that's why like the mass shootings occur more because they can kill more people right off the bat.
0: Yeah, there's like get a, a bunch of a uh, yeah, a bunch of people on your list at once a yeah. to people spread out yeah the casanova killer you know he was similar i keep on mentioning ted bundy it's because we just talked about a case file so he's mm-hmm. on my mind right now we literally just finished recording episode or a case file about him but um you know the like ted bundy was so handsome and so is the casanova killer yes. and that's what makes him so unique and the casanova killer in particular like he didn't have a pattern a reason a motive like one day, someone like his fiance broke off the engagement, and the that same night he murdered three people, and then Jesus. over the next six months he killed thirty five people, Man. just because over multiple states in multiple different ways, it's pretty horrific if you think of it. Like yeah, it that's, really, it's
1: like creepy.
0: Yeah, it's scary. True crime is some serious shit. <laughs> so that's my segment. Finn. Yeah.
1: So, anyways.
0: So we can talk about, how's your sex life, Corey?
1: Yeah, my sex life. My sex life's great. It is. It's doing well.
0: Good update. Yeah. Corey wants to <laughs> date with someone he's very excited, that's yep.
1: all. Yep, I'm with something very excited. So yeah, um, that's like, my sex life, it was great. We have fun. I don't I don't want to say any more about that. It's um, good, moving on. What happened? There's something that I wanted to say that like...
0: Works great.
1: Works great. We're, actually, we're doing really well. We um, are. Oh... Oh, yeah, that's other stuff. We'll say that off air. Uh, we we'll... went
0: on a company lunch, and that's when Corey and I realized how much we talk about alcohol yes. compared to like a normal person. Yes,
1: we are 21 years old eternally. <laughs>
0: yes! I, d- I mentioned alcohol like 80 times, and my business partner was there, and I was still like, oh, well, beer's vegan. Well, most beer. Some beer has fish bets
1: in it. Ooh.
0: But um, no one else in our entire work group even mentioned alcohol, and Corey yeah. and I were like, bleh,
1: no. <laughs> Um. Okay, um, <laughs> I can't think because all I can think of is him. So, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. of It was like something. Oh, Jordan, probably... you
0: just scared the hell out of me. What did you just say? Hello?
1: I'm scared. Jordan?
0: What's his dick like? Fuck you, Jordan. You can't ask what people's dicks are like. you out the back.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> not answering that question.
0: Uh, my sex life is great. I mean it's fine Jordan was super sick this week Aww. S'mores has a cone around her head cause she her incision <laughs> from her spay got infected so Simone's is bitchy so this week has been kind of hellish but we're getting through it
1: she's like 5% less bitchy
0: she is totally Yeah. so I guess our biggest question to you guys is anyways how's your sex Uh oh, bye guys see you next week or on Patreon if you wanna give us money yeah
1: bitch my, bitch my, my, better my, give me my, that money, money.